yeah, that's what I do. Exactly. exactly. But I have some nice ones, and I don't wear them there because then I know it's, that's the end of that until I get it washed. You know. Well, I made some for the duck. Hi, y'all. We're on the air. Lakeville Assembly, the Father Church is on the air. Lord, we pray that you'll just bless Scott this morning. We pray that your Holy Spirit will be upon him, Lord, and that you will uh, lead and guide him as he presents to us what you have shared with him during this week. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. It doesn't say on here. I didn't turn on the sign. <laughs> but we are on air. <laughs> and they can hear every word you say. Because <laughs> all the mics are hot. <laughs> oh, now we're on air, officially. That's good. Good morning, this is Scott Maston at the Father's Church in Dallas, Texas on October the 11th of 2020, just days before our election. I guess it's weeks, but still, it's less than 30 days, right? So we're, we're in a window. Uh, so it's my wonderful opportunity to be able to stand up here in front of you and talk. Uh, and well, I struggled to, to what I would what I would try to bring bring out today, bring out for conversation. Um, like I said, I thought about going in the in the booth back there and just sit back there because that way I can control everything. But I'm like a radio show. But uh, I need the, the uh, audience participation, or I'll never make it through the. <laughs> the hour so I don't know what I would do um, well this morning I I, I kind of settled yesterday as I was pondering and thinking try, you know trying to focus my thoughts on something and Stacy and I talked a little bit because I was just really going nowhere I felt like and um, kind of settled on started to look at you know to stand and you know histemi and but then as I started kind of looking in, into that more and, and, and focusing, I, I, I kind of, my some reason my focus went to the, um, this, you know, derivative or I guess whatever we call it, uh, peristemi for to stand beside or stand by or, and sometimes even in the definition it says to be at, ha be at hand or be ready, uh, which made me think of uh, the Royal Ranger motto, I think was like ready, ready for any, whatever it is, you know. Um, but uh, and and you know, I know this has been taught on. It's been written on. There's there's a lot about the histemi and uh, to stand. And for me, it was and I I pledge I will do nothing to get emotional today. Because <laughs> um, I think I always almost fall into it every time I get up here. Um, but, you know, I'm really, I have to, this always has to be personal, unfortunately. I mean, you know, to, what am I going through? What, and I know it's probably everybody, there's other people out there just like me. We're, there's things going on in our life. We're, we're struggling with things. 
um, trying to move forward, trying to, to stand where you are and, and, and hold your position and, and, and continue to try to follow in the purpose that the Lord keeps putting on all of us in this house as part of the network, you know, whatever role you're in. Um, and, you know, I've talked about this before, the last several months or a year. Um, you know, I've been struggling because my job's changed a little bit. Um, well, actually a lot, especially the last eight months. Um, and I, you know, I was telling Stacy, I, you know, I'm just like, I just don't feel happy a lot of the time because I'm just, uh, I go into my little, I now I have an office. Now I have a room I can actually go into and close the door, and because that way I'm when I'm on the phone so much that you know Stacy hears me or she's in the kitchen. I used to be right outside the kitchen, so I hear all the noise, and uh, or I'm talking, you know, and I'm so I'm back in the sort of back in my hole now. So like it's total silence. Thing is, I go back there and then I don't come back out for hours. I'm on the phone a, a lot of the time. Um, barely get a chance to go grab some lunch or something and then go back in there and just keep going till 5.30 or 6 or 6.30 or 7 sometimes. Sometimes I'm still talking on the phone till 7.30 about different things. Um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. It's part of the job. But, I mean, I'm just, it's just kind of wearing me out. And um, I got opening us on a food truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's crossed my mind, um, and it's funny because I'm always. It's funny every time I'm talking to people and they they talk about a, a new job or a new thing, and I'm like, are they hiring? I'm always thinking about moving on or like I need to find something better. But the Lord put me in this place, and as Stacy, she, she continues to remind me. Uh, not that I need reminding, but I had a dream years and years ago. Um, they were getting ready to lay people off in the office. And they had a, you know, like a yellow legal sheet, you know, you, everybody writes down their list of stuff. We had the yellow legal pad and they had all the names that were getting laid off. But my name was not on it, you know. And, and I've always remembered that. I've never, I've never even been, as far as I know, never even been considered. Uh, I've never been on the list, but I'm, uh, the problem with me is I walk around all the time thinking I'm, if I do something wrong, I'm going to be gone. They're going to let me go. I, I can't get this out of my head half the time. Uh, if I do anything wrong, I feel like I'm just going to lose my job. And, um, but I keep moving. You know, I have to keep going. What? job that you want to lose on the other side you think well the part of me wants would they lay me off <laughs> will I get a retirement package can I just leave pretty soon I mean I had that opportunity several years ago uh, and but didn't really feel like I never felt led that I was supposed to do it and take that and I've always you know many years ago I uh, I left Sprint back in the mid 90s and it was on a spur of, a, a, I thought I needed to leave. I thought I needed a better opportunity. I thought, you know, I could make more money. I went someplace and was miserable. <clears throat> and as soon as I could get back, you know, I was working with people to get me back to Sprint, get me back to my job. And um, so here, I, you know, I've been there now. It's, that was 24 years ago that that happened. Um, but, and I've always, and I continue, it's, 
when if the Lord wants to move me out of there, He'll let me know. I will know. It won't. It won't. It's not. It can't be me chasing after money or chasing after something else. I have to wait for that. But anyway, I'm getting around to where I was going. Um, it's just been. It's been a struggle, but. We're all, we all have faced struggles, you know, in the place that we're put and the things that we have to face. Um, and I just have to understand that the Lord has put me there to, to build me up, to strengthen me for something else. I mean, there's a purpose of what I'm doing. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I kind of know, but I don't know for sure. But... I think everything that I'm, he's putting me through and everything I'm surviving in a lot of ways is for a purpose for him. And, and it's for this network. It's for you know, whatever role I play as part of the Saints network. Uh, I mean, what I do today now is all about websites. It's developing a website. Uh, and so I'm learning a lot of new things. And, and, and uh, you know, everything I do is, is this technical computer PC stuff but as that usually comes into play around here because there's always something we have to deal with with the, the broadcasting and the live streaming and you know like passionate were talking the other day the power supplies blew out right when he was trying to do his uh, Brazil message everything just shut down you know so it's like what happened there fortunately it was really a minor thing overall it didn't hurt our, our machinery our hardware up there but but He's positioned me to, to do things for this church and for this network. Um, and he's put, and I think everything that I, I have to continue, what I'm dealing with is just making me better and stronger for things to come that I'm going to have to do and help with. And so, you know, I looked at this word, uh, peristemi, and, you know, it's a standby. And, you know, a lot of these verses that I've included here, I mean, these these come right out of the uh, the cross book, um, but you know the Lord's there standing with us in everything we do. You know we're standing to try to 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 to, to hold the ground. I mean, you think about what's going on in our country right now, and and just and I know pastors taught a lot about it. Everybody, a lot of people have come up and, and spoken in different ways about some of the events and some of the the, the just craziness that's happening all around our country and you know you think it's the the um, the end is here it's close by because there's so much uh, just horrible things that are happening and and, and you, know, you, you you fear for our country and uh, what could happen to it if the wrong things happen in the election if the wrong people get elected um, there's but we, you know, we've got to take our stand, stand in our place, and, and the Lord and His angels, they're they're there to stand right with us and just to to uh, provide us the support and and uh, see us through everything that we have to deal with. Um, and so I, you know, for me, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to refocus my. refocus my emotions and some of the other things that I, you know, that, well, I, and I've told guys that I work with 
uh, or at least one of the guys one day, you know, I said, Lord, the Lord won't put you in a situation you can't handle. He's not going to put you through something you can't handle. So just know that you can do it. Um, and I have to, but then I have to look at myself in the mirror and remind myself the same thing. Um, so, I mean, I was just, that, that's kind of how I got here. Um, it, it's, it, I mean, it's always difficult. There's always something difficult on the horizon. I mean, and, and you know, the Lord keeps opening we're standing strong here for what we know he's doing in this body and, and with the Saints Network and, you know, and see the fruit that's coming. I mean, the Brazil is just so much is opening up there. And there's so many people there who want us to be there and uh, keep bringing the message. Um, and, you know, I think it's too, it's, it's, it's interesting that we c we're getting a, a foothold in California now. Um, we need more places on the West Coast uh, because of the craziness. Uh, I, I don't. I, don't I should. I should. I'll be careful with what I say. But, um, it's just there's just a lot of crazy thought out there. Um, but we we have to stand. We have to continue to stand in what we know and what we believe, and um, know that. There's, there's those standing by us and standing with us to, to support us and give us strength to uh, keep moving forward. So I'm going to look at some of these. And it just, if you guys want to comment, please jump right in. Because <laughs> I definitely can't talk for 45 more minutes. Um, so let me, let me start with this first, first verse. Um, from Matthew 26, 53. Uh, Thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to my Father, and he shall presently give me more than 12 legions of angels. So, you know, here's the Lord, and he knows that the Father can send down these angels. The word give there is the same word. Bring forth, and bring these angels to stand by him in his, this moment. Um, and he, he'll do the same for us. He'll bring a, a, a legion of angels, a group of angels to, to stand by us and stand us, take us through whatever challenge we're trying to deal with. You know, I think about that with my job. When I'm really, I, 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 I want to internalize it all and I want, I, I, it's me, I got to do it, I got to figure it out, I got to solve it and I got to, got to quit doing so much of that, you know, because can't I can't do it all I and it's not in me the Lord the Lord made me what I am and he uh, gave me the abilities the talents you know whatever you want to call it skill whatever I do that makes me able to do the technical work I do um, that was him you know he made me what what I am and uh, but I know that they're there to get me through when I'm really struggling. Um, they're going to stand by me and give me the strength that I really need when I'm totally stressed because I think I've done something wrong. Um, I ha you know, it's, it's the same thing every morning when I'm, I'm looking at my, uh, my devotional. And, I, you know, I, always, I still love to read um, 
uh, my utmost for his high, my utmost for his highest. I think Les is the one who first turned me on to that devotional, and um, I mean it, it's amazing how almost every morning something I read, it hits home with me, um, and really makes me focus on something I know I'm struggling with, and, and tries to you know get me to keep thinking what the Lord and how the Lord will, will help me and uh, of course and usually my <laughs> my prayer is always for wisdom you know just give me wisdom today let me make the right decisions let me say the right things um, just give me the wisdom to, to get through it and, and really to know what I should and shouldn't should and shouldn't do um, deliver him um, I think what Jesus is really saying is that you know, I am a son that has been obedient I'm sitting in the in the midst of the will of God for me I'm where I'm supposed to be therefore God is going to do whatever is necessary to complete that task and so for you in, for instance you know, I think that it's hard for people to think that when they have a secular job that that's where they've been placed that that is somehow a spiritual, you know, histeme or atmosphere that God has put you in. But the point is, God is going to develop us wherever we have to be, wherever we are. And I believe that, you know, I can't speak for everyone, but I believe it for everyone. But I know for you, based particularly on that dream, that where you are is exactly where God put you. I mean, that dream said, I'm not going to let anyone take you out of this place, which meant don't move. <laughs> and so because of that, that's an appointment. It's as, it's as much an appointment as pastors being an apostle. Mm -hmm. Because everything he's developing in you while you're there, leadership, um, technical skills, working with people, whatever it is, and refining you in the process, because we're all in places that are tight spots. We're all in places to be refined. And if you can look at your position, a placement as... A, a, a spiritual place that God has placed you in in order to um, refine you, then the things that are happening to you don't feel like misery. I mean, yes, it still hurts. It's still hard to go through it, but if you can look at it through a, a, the eyes of purpose, knowing that the diamond that's being, you know, ready for display, um, that's really the process that we're all in, but it's the same process that Jesus was in. Everything he did, he suffered through it. And he learned obedience through that process. And the fact that, you know, I'm just saying the histeme itself, I mean, you, you really lit upon standing within your histeme and knowing that um, you're standing with, you're standing beside um, others, you're with the Lord in that histeme. I mean, everything is placement and purpose. It's right. not arbitrary. Right, and it's what I'm trying to, yeah. And that's where I want to kind of, for me, and I, I, I'm sure, for, again, I think a lot of people probably go through this, I would think, because we all keep facing things that are just hard and not maybe what we wanted to do. Um, but 
you know, because it's funny, for the first 20 years I was there, I didn't seem to have so much misery, but the last 10 years have, have certainly had their moments uh, off and on, but, you know, there must be something, you know, that's changed. Huh? Magnified. Yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah. It's been a better year for you. But it's, yeah, I, you know, we just all have to know that he's standing beside us. Right? And, and, or he's sending someone there to be beside us. <laughs> or, you know, either whether it be angelic or physical, that those are, those are, those are there that are standing by us and strengthening us and bringing us through whatever challenge we've got. I mean, everybody here, I'm sure you go places, you go to speak places, and it's like, oh, my gosh. You know, you're not just, you know, me teaching on Sunday morning. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. But um, the Lord is there with you, and he's going to stand right there. You know, it's like you ought to know he's right there, or somebody he's placed there is right there holding you up, strengthening you, and and guiding you in whatever you're doing and whatever you're about to say and bring forth. Um, in Mark 4, 9, this, of course, this is talking about the, the fruit and the readiness. Um, but when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he putteth, the, putteth, putteth in the sickle because the harvest is come. And that come is, it's ready. It's at hand. It's it's the, the the timing is there, and you know. Again, I, when I when I see that and I think of that, I think of, I really Brazil always comes to my mind because I feel like it's ripe and it's ready, and and they're anxious, and there's there's so much to do there. And um, as soon as this COVID thing goes away, uh, there'll be a lot more to come in that country. But he has readied us to uh, be a part of that harvesting that's going to happen. <clears throat> uh, you know, of course, this one's kind of funny. Mark fourteen forty seven, And one of them that stood by drew a sword and smote a servant of the high priest. And of course, we know this, this scenario, but I, I, just, I don't know why I wanted to keep that in there. But, you know, I, the, you know here, here's the um, <clears throat> disciples there, and they're, you know, with the Lord. And, of course, He's standing by to protect and guard over and, and protect the Lord. Of course, he wasn't really, he was a little too anxious um, just to just whack the ear off of the guy. But, you know, we have those that are standing by us to support us and strengthen us and protect us in every situation. Um, we, we want them there. We need them there. That makes me think of for a few good men, uh, Jack Nicholson's speech. You want me there. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. But yeah, we, we do. We want them there. We, we need that, those people standing by and strengthening us. Now here, and in Luke, Luke 1.19, similar situation to Matthew, but... And the angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God and am sent to speak unto thee and to show thee these glad tidings. But here again, Gabriel's come to stand and to be there. And, and uh, I was trying to think. 
it's um, but sent you know sent there to stand by and and um, st and, and he'll be sent there to stand alongside of uh, us. <clears throat> Let's see, Acts, Acts 1.10, And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. I mean, two men in white apparel. Again, angels were sent to stand there and to, to be a witness and to uh, just to stand, stand by and be with them through that moment as the Lord was ascending into heaven. Um, I don't know, I can... I mean, it's, it's, I don't know how to keep reiterating <laughs> my point, but um, we're always going to have someone that the Lord has placed there to stand by us as we stand in our STEMI and continue to hold the ground and do what we're supposed to do and continue to uh, deliver his message. And continue to fulfill the purpose that he's put on this house and everyone here. Um, but you know, again, I you know, I take it personally. I have to keep reminding myself that you know he he is there. He is beside me. Um, and and so we all we all have to keep doing that. And I you know I'm probably preaching to the choir, but. Uh, the message comes because of my own situation <laughs> that, that I'm trying to deal with, and I and I hope this maybe there's somebody who who needs this remind reminding as well. Um, you know, I was just thinking of that uh, scene where Christ was uh, there and Peter cut the ear off and uh, reminded me that, that some, there are people beside us they don't always help <laughs> and Peter made the situation a lot worse actually his intentions um, I would like to think his intentions were good and well placed right but it certainly wasn't helping the situation <laughs> and it's a reminder that even in those times of mistakes, and God put him there, he was where he was supposed to be, and he was trying to do what he thought his purpose was, and yet it was a mistake. And it's just a reminder that, that uh, our real help is in, is in God. That's where it really is. And it's comforting to have people beside you and yet, we, we need to realize that, we, that, that mistakes can be made, and so we can't put, place our trust there. We can appreciate them and thank them, and, but if there is a mistake, and as there was in this case, just to understand that their intentions were great, and to move on, um, and, uh, and thank God that they were there. Right, yeah. All right. Uh, here's a, you know, a different word for this to stand by or to stand beside, uh, to present. 
Romans 12.1, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies in a living sacrifice, uh, a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable, which is your reasonable service. Um, so again, it's the same word here for present. And, you know, we, we want to fulfill our purpose, be appropriate, and present ourselves as a holy uh, 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 that our, you know, there were a, a acceptable living sacrifice. We're living the saintly life, and we're doing, doing the service and uh, fulfilling the purpose that He's put on us. Um, it's just, you know, it's the same, the same word. Um, Acts 1-3, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs being seen of them 40 days and speaking of things pertaining to the kingdom of God. But the word showed, again, is this same word, um, being, being at hand, um, standing beside. But, yeah, I don't. Um, Ephesians 5.27, again, the word present here, but um, that he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. Um, you know, Jesus is with us in everything we do, and in, in, you know, in, in order for us to offer ourselves up effectively um, you know the Lord is standing beside, beside us and we know this I mean we continue to because we look to him for, for the guidance and the help to, to fulfill our purpose um, but he presents himself he is beside us there and to, to continue to walk with us um Colossians 1.28 Whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ. And again, uh, it's just, you know, he's beside us to, to make sure that we fulfill and are that, that living sacrifice. Um, and you know, Second Timothy, study to show thyself approved. That word "show" again, but he's again beside us. He's helping us to to stand and to show and be what he's guided us to be. To um, the, you know, the workman that needeth not to be ashamed. Uh, certainly, in these. With what's going on in our in our 
country, some of the, you know, it's funny the way, it's just amazing how Christians are treated versus any other religion. Um, but, you know, we have to stand up for what we, what we believe, what we are, and that there's no, nothing to be ashamed of in that. It's, well, because we know it's the right. The God we know is the, is the God. Um, there's no other question to that. But um, we need not, do, you know, it, it's, you wonder uh, with the way things, how things are going and, the, and some of the crazy talk, um, you know, what kind of situations we may be put in in the next three years, five years, ten years, you know, as a Christian. You know, where's God? It's all in God's hands, and what's going to happen is what He is planned. What it's on His path. But you know, we I guess this is a reminder. We we really there's nothing for us to be ashamed of, and we we have to stand on the truth and the word that we know, uh, regardless of what what is brought forth in this in this nation and, and anywhere in the world. Um, I was going to jump down here. I, I, there's a few verses I felt like were this this same word is is used, but it, it to me it was struck me as it's the, the enemy is going to stand by as well, right? He's he knows what's going on. He knows. I mean, he's in. He's he's there to try to persuade, uh, distract, hinder, and or whatever he can do to to try and stop things. From moving forward, for so he, he knows this is his stemmy we're in, and he he will uh, try to stand by as well. Um, like in John eighteen twenty two, when he had thus spoke, one of the officers which stood by, so there they are. You know, he's standing by, struck Jesus with the palm of his hand. So here's the end. I mean, to me that the that's the enemy in those people, the people that we will come again, will come up to, against, will come in contact with. The enemy's there standing by them too to strengthen them and, and to give them the whatever, the persuasion to, uh, to move against God's people. Um, like Acts 4.26, the kings of the earth stood up and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. Uh, you know, there's an awful lot of kings on this earth that are being driven and guided by the enemy uh, and the, en the enemy is going to be there to stand with them, stand by them in, their his in the histemi to, to again try to thwart uh, the, the movement of God and the, and the movement of his word to try to save this, this country and this world uh, and then and in Acts 23 2-5 and the high priest Ananias commanded them that stood by him to smite him on the mouth. And then said, Paul, God shall smite thee, thou whited, thou, yeah, whited wall. For sittest thou to judge me after the law, and commandest me to be smitten contrary to the law. And, that, and they that stood by said, Revilest thou God's priest? And Paul, and Paul said, I wist not, that, brethren, that he was the high priest for it's written thou shalt not speak evil of the ruler um, but again you know I, I, to me this this was the enemy standing by that they would attack or come against Paul 
You know, this was the enemy. This was them. You know, they were striking back. They were trying to knock down his ability to try to bring forth God's word and a message about Christ. So, I mean, the, 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 those that are against have, have the enemy standing by them as well. They're, they're, he's going to try to strengthen them uh, as long as they're willing to do his game, you know, to... But we know the ones who stand by us are the ones, are the stronger one. We, we have the victory regardless of what, what he tries to bring. But we just have to keep remembering that and that he's always there. There's always someone that the Lord's put beside us to stand with us and help us get through uh, whatever challenge. Um, and I know there's been, a, there's been many of them over the years. Um, I just think about the time I was in, in uh, where were we? In Africa. And I'm riding around with uh, Pastor Robert. Who was I with? And we went to go get some electrical supplies for that, that wonderful uh, computer lab we were going to build. And we went off into some part of the city with, I had tens of thousands of whatever rupees or whatever that money was in my pocket and driving through an area where there's guys with machine guns and they're checking us out and they're looking in our car and it's just me and him and I'm like I'm this white American kid over here and I don't know I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut and you know but the Lord was there he was taking us through it was gonna be fine Actually, I never really even, even got concerned, but still, you know, he's 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 taking us through things, tough things. Uh, I know Pastor's been on some perilous drives through India and other places as well. That are, but uh, the Lord's got His hand on everything, so He's always there beside, beside us and standing with us. So, um, you guys have any any uh, additional comments? I think I'm. That, that first verse about um, Jesus saying that I could now pray to my Father, and you give Peristeme me more than 12 legions of angels. Um, to me, that, that really helps us to understand to some degree how the angels work with us on behalf of the Father's mission because pray there is Pericaleo. It's not. It's not iratao, it's not prosuke, it's not any of the other words that we've seen or, uh, or intikano, words that Jesus used in prayer. And this, we've studied this before, but it means to call alongside. I think that uh, you know, every Pentecostal knows that this is what the comforter is. And it's so often when we glean our definitions in, in the general church, it's more from the standpoint of the result of a thing rather than what the thing really is. It's like, you know, this is a bad illustration. I never had this option with my father before because he just, you know, I guess guys that came out of that era, you stood on your own. So I wasn't going to ask my dad for any money. He expected me to do it on my own. 
But today, like, if one of my kids asked for money, and I gave it to them, and they used that definition, the definition of the giving, as to what it resulted in them. Like, it was a great comfort. Like, man, I was relieved. And instead of the actual asking, asking and the, the, the what, what transpired, person transacted. And so often the church does that. They, they, they give a definition based upon the result of a thing rather than what the thing actually is. The same thing for mercy. You know, in the Old Testament, have mercy on me. When very, very clear, mercy is that provision of you partnering with God to walk from the kingdom, and then all those other good things happen. So, Pericleo here, um, he uses this in his relationship with the Father about angels who are who are laboring on behalf of the sons and, and those that are called to be heirs. And um, when we speak of the Holy Ghost, it just means that he's saying, okay, I'm appealing to you, spirit to the spirit of God within you. Come on, get in line with what you're supposed to be doing. And another comforter, get interchanged with the spirit of truth, which guides us into all truth. We're, we're serving God in ways that we didn't dream we were going to do, but somehow God wants us in something that was hidden, and now he's wanting to use us to help reveal it. So, to me, so often people, including myself, you know, you're surrounded by angels. You, you recognize they stand in places that God has established. There are some that are assigned to your mission. There are some that God sends to do things on your behalf, skill and understanding. There's all kinds of interaction. And sometimes we as saints might be tempted to take, I don't want to say take that for granted, but to take upon ourselves the ability to command an angel to do something that we don't have any right to do. Just because they're there, just because we see them, doesn't mean that I can say, go over and do something over here. Because that's God. They serve God. And so the, when Jesus is saying at that point where as, as a man, you know, who was fully man, he's about to be crucified, and that wasn't pleasant, to say the least. And here he could have, for himself, he could have commanded those angels to come. But he, he was saying that I could, Pericoleo to my father, send these 12 legions of, of angels. But that's not what the flow of the Son is, and that's not what the relationship with the Father is. Our Pericoleo is about the mission that we've been tasked to do. And even though the angels are there, doesn't mean that necessarily they're going to come and do something that we might, in our natural viewpoint, want to have done. It's kind of like what Dennis was saying earlier about some people that love you, that are around you. Well, you may not want the sword drawn in this mirror locker. You know, you, you may not want that. 
The same with David, with the sons of Zariah. How long do I have to be with you guys? You know, I don't want you to go up and take the head off this dog. No, I don't want you to go do this. No, I don't want you to go to the well of Bethlehem. No, I don't want you to go. Don't chase after after. Don't do those things. And But in the same frame, we've got a view at this apex moment in Christ's ministry um, before the cross. We've got to view this relationship with angels, especially in this world we're in, to where we're not commanding them to do stuff. <laughs> you know, anything they do is on behalf of our Father and His mission and what we are jointly committed to. Jesus had the right to ask for that if He wanted to. He could have paragaleoed on behalf of the Father to do that, but He didn't do it. So I know I'm. you were finished with class. You'd said all the words that you felt the Lord wanted to say. It was powerful. But I wanted to come back to that because, man, increasingly now, the enemy is mobilized. You know, the strife in this country has welcomed every evil work. And it is trying to be prominent. Um, so often in the night, I'm dealing with enemy influences that are trying to corrupt the work God has given us. And, you know, we've been taught a lot of things from the Word as demonic house individuals, how do angels move, what kind of derivations do they have, what do they do, what are they called to do. And when you see demons just running rampant, doing crazy things, speaking through people, do you ever notice that? Sometimes you can tell that, man... The enemy's speaking right through this dude. I mean, it, it's this is not even some ornery person. This is an enemy word. And you wanna you wanna bind that, you wanna take authority over it, you wanna cast around some spiritual clout, you know, you wanna ask the angels to come and now, you know, on the other hand, like David in Psalm, he he spoke about, you know, may the angels of the Lord chase you. May he make the way dark and slippery, you know. But the operative is, may the angels of the Lord chase you. It's after the decision has been made that sometimes God gives you latitude. And again, David was right here in the morning of the Spirit of what the angels were actually doing. But we weren't commanding them, come and get these guys off my back and chase them away, you know. <coughs> so it's kind of an interesting thing, but uh, you see that I cannot now pray to my father, it's Pericaleo, which is a very odd word for them to train. I guess the King James translators probably thought, what are you going to do with this? <laughs> you know, what if we used, how we translated this, I can now comfort my father and he shall pray. That doesn't fit. So, but, but for me, it's not really a linguistic exercise. It is, it is, in this world we're in, with all the things that we've been asked to do and for all the ways the enemy is pressing the envelope, how much of the time do we just need to, knowing what we know, stand and know that God is there, know that we're peacemakers and that he's, we're going to turn out okay. But even at that point, Jesus did not exert an influence when the angels were standing guard. So, you know, you could have translated this. 
Don't you think that now I could call to my side on behalf of my father and those angels that are parastemic, more than 12 legions ready to support this amazing work, they would be pressed into action. But I think, I don't know why I'm, I guess because we have the opportunity to do it time-wise. Um, I just, that, that just, that first verse really had incredible meaning to me. And plus, you know, the second one, the harvest has come. It, we've worked at Hestemi, we've stood there, we've established the cross, we've believed, and now it's at a time of readiness for whatever has been growing in that Hestemi, the timing is right. And, you know, we, we look to the Hestemi where we've established the cross and where God has given us the right, as Philip did, to see the Spirit move. But the harvest, the harvest which we're still believing coming, is growing out of that estimate. It's, it's not just some random field that, you know, look at those blue bombs sprouting up over there. Somebody we must have. We better get over there. They're like the harvest. I Somebody. mean, where, are, where is this? It's, it's in the estimate. It's, it's growing out of the place where the cross has empowered us to represent the kingdom. But it's, it's in God's timing. And sometimes, too, you know, we can see the work of the Lord. We can see what God's doing on behalf of our mission, the aesthetics through the cross. And we want so badly for things to just happen the way we know they're going to happen and to do it right now. But the, the fruit has to be in the timing, even though it's growing in the histemic. You can see it, but, you know, like Orson Welles said, we will judge no fruit before it's done. He said it another way. But this is some assembly of God folks so we're not going to say what he really said. <laughs> you look at this uh, verse that the pastor's talking about, and you were. Matthew 2653 and um, you know he we know that that uh, the Lord is our deliverer and yet uh, he's also the one who comes to stand beside and some of the most difficult times we're uh, we're asking for deliverance when he wants to be the one who comes and stands beside and uh, then uh, other times when we think we're feeling pretty froggy, uh, we want him to stand behind, beside and kind of watch while we do it. And uh, he wants to be the deliverer. And so knowing in the spirit what God's plan and purpose is always comes first. Um, everything in Christ in the natural sought for deliverance on that night and the next day. And yet he knew that God's purpose at that point was to stand beside. And uh, I just, you know, I have a, uh, a desire to always know which one he wants to be. And it, it's, uh, I get it mixed up. I, I, I haven't got, quite got the key to this thing. 
Wow. I don't know if any of us do, but we do tend to get them mixed up as to whether he's a deliverer or whether he's the one that's going to wants to stand beside. Yeah. He never wants to be the one to stand aside. We do know that. Stand aside. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just just think about how you're, what you're saying there, and how you're. In my own personal, when I'm, you're facing stuff, things, and I, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Am I asking him to deliver me, or just give me, you know, just stand beside and strengthen me, and and just see me through it. I think normally I just want him to see me through it. I don't want him to deliver but but be there you know like with these angels be there to kind of help me get through it but not take it away. Um, but it, it, sometimes you, you want the other one. You just want to be delivered. But if you're you know I. but again it's 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 surviving those things is what makes you better and what keeps strengthening you and perfecting you for you know, what in, what's in, to come. In the natural, we're, you know, we've all been parents, and uh, I think, or we had small children around. We carry them, uh, but we always, at some point, put them on their feet and try to get them to walk on their own. Mm -hmm. And and that's kind of in the beginning we're got the hand and we're kind of standing beside. Yeah. But we want them to be But you want to let go. Right? And hey. then pretty soon they're running. Yeah. And uh, we're kind of helping them that. And then there's bicycles and but we want them on their own. And and crisis God the Trinity all is guiding us in steps of progress to to stand beside to encourage, and uh, but there are times he wants to deliver us too. We just have to know his purpose first. And that falls Amen. back on our relationship with God. Right. And um, you know, and I haven't perfected this either. You know, sometimes I I react too quickly in a situation, and I really need to pray and and really commune with God to know, uh, and I don't always know, his heart or that, that, that perfect will for that situation. I don't always know that. Um, but I, I try to remind myself to, you know, to take the time. Because, you know, you're in the midst of the situation. And, you know, I fall back on the scripture, pray without ceasing, and I just, I start praying in my mind right then. And I say, you know, I'm, I'm kind of caught here in the middle. And I really don't know what to do. Father, lead me by your spirit and and just direct my steps. And and I just I just kind of take that walk of faith is what happens. It, and sometimes it doesn't happen that way. Sometimes it's something I've been praying about for you know for, for a while. And then all of a sudden there's that spark, you know. So yes, I, I don't have the answer either, but I feel like that's something that I need to always remember. You know, go fall back on your relationship with, relationship with God and your times of intercession 
and make time for him in this situation. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Hey, I almost made it to 10. All right. Well, I'll close the class. And uh, who's next week? Oh, let me go ahead. Yeah, I'll pray. Let me close class. Um, you know, Father, uh, I just thank you for the, the chance to serve you and to be a part of this church and, and this network. And, and uh, Lord, I hope, you know, anything that came out today was of a blessing or a benefit or something for someone out there who who's, has a chance to listen to this, Lord. But I, I just ask you to bless this time, the time, and um, bless this the remainder of this day in your house and the words that will be brought forth um, this morning. And uh, bless, just bless everyone, Lord. Bless everyone here. Father, I thank you, I love you, and I bless you. And it's in Jesus' name I pray, amen.